guys, what's up? Welcome to another episode of the New Era Podcast. I'm your host, New Era, and I have a special guest today. He goes by the name of Jesse James. Mendoza. What's up, Jesse? How are well, you? Good, good. How are you? So, so who exactly are you? Um, I'm a uh, local. <laughs> um, my name is Jesse James Mendoza. I'm your older brother. Um, I like to listen to music, do outdoor activities, and pretty much just do fun things. And uh, catch a vibe. Catch vibes, yeah. Right. That's, that's the, I think thing. that's the most important thing that you do is just catch them those vibes. So, um, what do you do right now for a living? What is it that you're doing? Uh, well, for fun, I, I like to like you know go like fishing is my main thing. Like that's like one thing I got into pretty good. And um, I recently started playing drums too, and a little bit of everything. You know, I like to go off roading, ride quads, and a lot. You know, I have a little bit of random things going on and you also got into um good old guitar oh yeah guitar i can't forget about that <laughs> um how are you doing with um you said you're learning how to play drums and you recently started taking um lessons what's um how far are you along with with those uh well i started with the guitar um but i don't know like uh i i got the vibe like i, I got a good vibe you know for my instructor he's a really good person and then um, I don't know why, just like I, I like I said, I catch these vibes, you know how DJ Khaled says or whatever. But I see the the drums, I'm like, dude, I could totally see myself doing that. So I I you know I started taking that, and you know I really like it. So we'll see where it uh, takes off to. Yeah, and then aside from all that, you're also a diehard Lakers fan. Yeah, something so, like that. So the playoffs <laughs> are coming around. Um, who do you think is gonna win win it all? uh anybody but the warriors no um i think uh i honestly truly believe that i think this is a rockets year hopefully they win you know chris paul deserves a ring but um okc could maybe make a run for it the warriors you know they have a great team and then in the east well the Cavs probably are gonna come out the east or Toronto's pretty good. The Celtics, they're kind of boo-boo right now. But, oh, gosh. Um, yeah, so pretty much anybody like from the West could pretty much take it. Top five, probably. And um, so, I mean, obviously, the Lakers right now are still like in reconstruction mode and, yeah, um, since since, um, since Kobe's left, right? But how long do you think it's going to take them to get to that like playoff state where they were like back when Kobe was still on the team? um like speaking from a realistic like you know a fan whatever but um i think it's probably gonna take like um a couple years so they could like i think make the playoffs but i think like this coming up year you're gonna see like a difference because we're gonna hopefully sign some big free agents but i don't want to get my hopes of signing lebron you know yeah, or paul george or whatever but there's some rumors right now that that potentially uh lebron will will head over to la do you think that's realistic or do you think that's just rumors or what um well i don't know it's it's hard to tell because you know lebron he's like the greatest player right now like i don't care if you hate him or not like but um realistically i don't think he's gonna leave cleveland but i mean money uh, talks in money talks you know bullshit walks how they say so we'll see you know i know he likes la like the city and everything so we'll see what happens so out of, I mean, because we've been watching sports from the lo as long as we could remember, you know, but yeah. so we've seen a lot of um, transitioning with, with teams and business moves that, of course, we didn't agree with yeah. and things like that. But what um, what year do you think was like your favorite year as like a Laker fan that you're like, damn, this is 
one of the best seasons ever. I mean, you've seen them win a lot of games and a lot of championships, but which ones do you remember that was like the best that you've ever watched? Uh, probably. Oh man, well, when was it? I think when we beat the Celtics was probably the best one because it was just like payback, you know. And what was Kobe's last ring? I believe it was two thousand ten or two thousand nine around there. I don't remember the exact year, but um, I think that one meant. More, well, not just to Laker fans, but to Kobe, you know, because it's always been a rivalry between the Celtics and the Lakers. So, and it dates back to like, well, like the 80s and all that. Yeah. So, it's been a big rivalry ever since then. So, I think that's probably the one that means the most. And, well, his last game, too, you know, when he went off for 60 points, like, you know, it was crazy watching that. Yeah, that, that. was. That was intense. I mean, he went out like he, like you would think he would. I mean, just to put that. And then he just recently won a, an Academy Award, right? An Oscar? Yeah, that um, was crazy. So, Okay, so it's hard for me to like your fan. You're a like your favorite player in the entire world is Kobe Bryant. Yeah. So why is it that he's your favorite player? Um, I've always liked like his attitude. You know, like like pretty much like like he's always like like if for example if he misses a game winner or whatever, like he'll literally like be in the gym like with the ne- the the next couple hours. You know, like he'll literally be grinding till he like you know perfects that shot or you know he he's pretty much I like this grind the you know the mama mentality they say like you know. A lot of people are, like, uh, focusing on that, too. Like, uh, with the Notre Dame, that girl, I don't know her name, the one that she hit, like, two game winners oh, in a right, row. Right, right. Like, all that, like, like they get the Mamba mentality. Like, I, I like that. Like, it doesn't need to be just with sports. You know, it could be with anything. Like, like you know, you could focus on, like, like grinding, you know, like, taking it to the next level with whatever it is. Yeah, I think it's, um, I mean, when he was, was still playing and everything, of course, he was very... Very passionate about his game. I mean, he went into the league at a very young age. What, it was at 17? Yeah. His parents still had a co-sign for him because he legally couldn't sign. He had to be 18 from being in the league, what, 20 years? Yeah. And then um, the way he went out was insane. I mean, his entire career was literally, they have to make a movie about him. I mean, that'd be insane. And even now, he's just, I mean, he's always been very supportive of people. But, of course, like, he's very competitive. You know, of course, his... Um, who the person they would compare him to was of course Michael Jordan. Yeah. Which I mean there 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 will never be another Michael, but the, then again there'll never be another Kobe either, you know. And I think yeah. um I mean even though like actually I don't care for LeBron. I mean LeBron is who he is. I just yeah. because I'm a Celtics fan, I don't really care for him, you know. It's yeah. just personal reasons. I don't really I mean but he's a great player and um and I'm I'm glad to see that even, you know, he admits to look looking up to to Kobe and things like that because I love when um like we look up to a lot of like basketball players and coaches like I'm very big on you know Phil Jackson was a very big um mm-hmm. component very he, yeah he was a very big component and not even Kobe but Michael's careers too yeah. you know his entire career was was um insane so who's one of the aside from Kobe who's one of the players that that you think will Get another championship before they retire. Uh, like, like, like at the moment right now. Right now uh, uh, I think, uh, I think LeBron might get one more before, maybe, maybe two. But I'm like, you know, speaking realistically, um, I think Chris Paul, you know, he's gonna get his ring. Uh, James Harden, I think they're gonna get it this year. Like, they're pretty. Uh, they have a good squad, so I think this is gonna be their year. But. Like I said, you know, the West is stacked, so it's hard to say, yeah. you know, like, and there's going to be, um, 
like a lot of players like i don't think carmelo's gonna get a ring man like he's he's such a good player but i don't think you know okc's like is his role right there you know but we'll see you know they could they could still win it so we'll see what happens yeah so on the um, i remember recently um i think it was charles bark barkley or someone talking about on espn how um or i mean correct me if i'm wrong i, I think it was someone else that mentioned that um our our championship rings that important or are they not to make to put you down like in the legendary category as far as the nba player do you think they're important or um i think that, well obviously i think they are important because i mean charles Barkley, he's just a hater like regardless right. of who you are but um obviously like um they're important but i think like what you do as a team is important as well you know because like uh kobe he three-peated you know jordan did it twice you know so it I mean, LeBron, his record was it like three and six or something. I don't even know. I don't really keep up with LeBron, but um, I think um, it it matters. But I think it matters more of what you do as a team, you know. Right. Like so, obviously the chips count, you know, because they're gonna look back like and be like, oh, how many rings did LeBron or Kobe or Jordan win? You know, yeah. so it's always gonna be that debate between them three. So, um, with that being said, I mean, we we know um, a few good players, a few great players that you know, retired and never got a ring. Like, for example, Steve Nash. Yeah. He was that one hell of a player. Like, we, um, I know we watched him live a few times, and he just always put on a show. Like, in yeah. that case, I mean, he was, he's never been, like, that cocky player where he's just thinks he's too good or, or anything. He's very humble and always loved playing and just wanted the ring, even from when he he left the Suns to go to LA. Yeah, that was you know, crazy. We, I was even hoping for him to get a ring with them, but it, I mean, it didn't come down to that. Yeah. So, what would you say in that sense? Like, would you put Steve Nash in the category of like one of the greatest? Oh, for sure. Like he, like him. I believe John Stockton, and I mean, the list goes on. There's a there's a bunch of good players that even Charles Barkley. You know, he he's a hater. Like whoever you are, but he he was a great player. But I think um, there's gonna be a lot of players that you know like. Uh, for example, Damian Lillard, uh, right now he doesn't have a ring. And I don't know how Portland's going to do, like, in the playoffs or in the West because it's just so stacked. And I feel bad, like, because he doesn't really have a lot of help. But Yeah, and it, and it is a, te- it's a team sport. I mean, no matter how many uh, players get um, their championship ring and everything, it's it, it's all – it's a team sport. So everyone, every every person on that team has to be playing their game, especially right now in the playoffs, like – the regular season um, is one thing, and the playoffs are a whole different, yep. um, and it's a whole different scene, and it and it always comes down to the experience with with the playoffs. Yeah. So, what's the difference that you see, like you know, when you're watching a normal um, season game to watching a playoff game? What's the difference that you see with that? Even with the demeanor, with the fans, with the players, yeah. with the coaches, like what's what the biggest difference you see with those games? Uh, well, I I think the the biggest difference is I think. The main one is home crowd, like, like Golden State. They got like the home crowd, like, on point. You know, like I'm not even gonna hate on them for that. But, and then um, it's pretty much like LeBron said, like it don't matter if I'm the eighth seed or the seventh seed. If I'm in the playoffs, like you know, you better watch out. So, um, he's gonna play game one, like it's like you know, like the last game of the series. You know, so, um, I think it just goes down to, um, I think it's home court advantage and then from there like because the uh, the players and the fans feed off of the energy and then you know th- that's when the players start going off you know so but i think lebron he's like on the level where it don't matter where he's playing like he'll he'll ball out like if he's playing in oakland and you know 
LA, Houston, Oklahoma, wherever he's at, you know, wherever he's playing against. So, yeah, I think that's one of the main things. Yeah, I think um, with even with LeBron, I mean, regardless of you know if you hate him or love him, he's he's always gonna put on a show because he is LeBron. Like he knows when he steps on the court, people are either gonna love him or hate him, and he's still gonna put on a show regardless. Yeah. So, um, I mean, we'll see who takes the championship in the. Um, I mean, I'm hoping for the Celtics, of course, but but we'll see. You know, it's already been a a good solid ten years since we won the last championship. But you know, um, for those that don't know that don't really know or anything much about basketball, the the Celtics are actually the team with the most uh, championships in history. Go. Not not to rub it in or anything, but you know what I'm saying. Um, they Who actually going to come out the West. Um, I I want to say um, either OKC. Damn. Or the Warriors. Um, just because I feel like the Warriors have I mean, we've seen them grow from when they were literally the shittiest team yeah. ever. You know, I remember when we went to a game and the tickets were like dirt cheap. Like oh, it's cheap. Um I think I don't know, because I, I feel like the West has always had those Anybody could win pretty much. You never know. Like with, with the East it's a little different because we have um I don't know. I think it's just. I think that the East is very. Um, there's. I think they're the underdogs when it comes down to the, to the playoffs because you just everyone already knows. Okay, LeBron's for sure. Okay, whoever, whatever team LeBron's on, they're gonna be yeah. in the playoffs. You know, um, the Celtics have always had a um, had a good um, attendance in the playoffs. They've never really. Um, it's been very rare that they haven't made it to the playoffs. You know, yeah. so everyone knows. And then um, just recently. Um, the Lakers haven't really been there, you know, which is yeah. crazy because uh, as far as as far as history wise, like if you're, which you know we look into like we dissect the the NBA like crazy. We're not just you know fans from yet. Like we didn't just become fans yesterday, you know. Like mm-hmm. we've we've been about it since the beginning. Like we've studied Phil Jackson. We studied uh, studied uh, Greg Popovich. Like he they their their demeanor and everything just says so much about them. You know what I mean? So I mean, we'll see who wins in the long run. I am, of course, hoping for the Celtics. I'm, I'll never root for another team, uh, but you know, we're big fans of players as well. So, um, so what um, what's one of your favorite players aside from you know the obvious? Um, besides any of the Lakers, who do you think? Who's your favorite player right now? Uh, well, I I don't know. I can't really say my favorite, but I like to. I just like to watch a good like, like. Teams, you know, as long as they put up a good fight, like, you know, I like, obviously, like, LeBron, you know, like, a couple years ago, like, I just hated him. Like, I couldn't watch his games, but now I I learned to appreciate how they say, like, like greatness, you know. So, him, you know, Damian Lillard, you know, KD, even though he went to the Warriors, you know, he did a little, like, uh, snake move or whatever they say. You know, Steph, you know, the um, Chris Paul, James Harden, the list goes on. There's a lot of, like, good talent that's out there that... You know, it's pretty much like the future, you know, now, present, and the future. And the Lakers got a good team, you know, like the future pretty much too. So, yeah, I think I think it's important that every team, I mean, they all have to go through their rebuilding stage. Like, not, they're not always going to be the greatest, even though, you know, the Celtics, you know what I'm saying? Like, besides <laughs> them, you know, um, there's always going to be, but no, but um, like all jokes aside, every team has to go through that um, rebuilding stage. Like, you always have to, you know, um, go through that learning stage. And and it, I think it was very easy for, of course, when, I mean, Kobe was on the team, you know, 
it was so easy to just be like, you know, he was gonna do everything he could just to win, you know. Yeah. So, um, so now that he, that you know, he's he's been retired, so it's like, it's just to even be, I would even be, um, what's the word like, kind of starstruck to even play with someone like that. There's been so, so many players that that are even, um, I've seen plenty of interviews when uh, when Kobe was still on the team, how it's insane that they even they're like, oh, you know, I, I was a kid growing up wanting to play with Kobe. Now he's still in the league and. They still, you know, um, they still look up to him, you know. So um, aside from basketball, of course, you know, that's a, that's a big thing uh, with us. You, you're also like a big fan of boxing. Yeah, boxing. Um, well, ever since we were little, like, you know, I just remember my dad, like, like having big, like, well, now they call them viewing parties or whatever. But, you know, we would have a bunch of, like, pretty much OG, like, you know, like drunk Mexicans or whatever, or like, you know, just drunk people, like, watching boxing, and we're just like, oh, shit, like, like, it's getting intense, you know, because you, you see your uncles getting all, like, up and jumping up and, you know, getting all crazy, like, and ever since then, you know, we pretty much been, like, I've always, like, boxing, you know, my dad, like, he put me on, like, like, you know, like, oh, you know, that, that fighter's garbage or this and that, but ever since we were little, I remember, like, watching the fights and, so now, you know, we pretty much get all the, like, good fights. The A lot of the fights aren't even pay-per-view, you know, a lot of the good fights. So, um, you know, yeah, you know, boxing's a great sport. Like, it's crazy. Like the, um, Oh, I remember, like, uh, we grew up on, um, like, the OGs. Like, uh, what was his name? Um, the one that my dad would always talk about. Julio uh, Chavez? There we go. So, um, he would always talk about him. And then, um, of course, that whole Oscar de la Hoya era. Yeah. And then from there, um, were you, I mean, of course, you know, like money team and everything. What do you think? I mean, aside, who do you think is like one of the, like when you think of boxing, who's that person that you automatically think of as far as OG boxers that put in work? Um, well, damn, there's a lot of them. Like, uh, well, like from the, Past, past. Um, there's one. I'm pretty sure a lot of people don't know. His name is uh, Salvador Sanchez. He, he was a Mexican boxer. He died when he was like, I think he was 21. He actually died in a car crash in Querétaro, right there by my tío's house. And um, he was like pretty much gonna be like the next greatest like boxer. Period. Like you know, obviously for Mexico, you know, but he died at an early age, so it was hard to put him up there, but. There's a lot of them, you know, Julio Cesar Chavez, you know, um, Marquez, um, Morales, um, you know, Fernando Vargas, too. You know, he put on some great fights, even though, like, you know, his career ended pretty soon. De La Hoya and, you know, Mayweather, of course, you know, even though, like, you know, his cockiness and all that. But he's he's always been, you know, when you think of boxing, there's no way you don't think of him, you know, even though he's hated. Like, you know, like at one point I didn't like him, but then, like I said, you just appreciate, like, you know, they say that he runs a lot in the ring, but, the, like, you got to analyze what he's doing, you know, before you say, like, he's a runner or whatever, but... Yeah, there's um, there's a few, like, we we grew up on, and even um, when we were older, of course, you know, um, even uh, Canelo, like, what do you think of um, Canelo? Uh, well, man, when he got caught with the, what is it, Club Rucho or whatever, the thing that... The, the whatever was in the meat he ate in Mexico, mm-hmm. um, it tested positive for a banned substance. You know, he was going to have the rematch with Triple G and uh, Cinco de Mayo. You know, that really, like, well, not just with me, but, like, with the uh, boxing fans everywhere, you know, it kind of, like, put it everyone down because, you know, like, he was, like, he, like, right now he's the most popular boxer. Like, I don't care what people say, he's the most popular boxer right now. So 
when that happened, you know, he's tested, uh, I think he said he's tested like 90 times uh, in his professional career. And not one time has he tested positive for a banned substance. So that kind of like, it made me mad, to be honest, because I like I like I looked up to him like as a boxer, like, you know, this guy's going to be the the next greatest like Mexican superstar, you know, boxer. But then that happened, and, like, I mean, I still like him, you know, so I don't know. I don't know how I feel right now, but, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, he, he's he's banned right now, so I don't know how long he's suspended for, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see how um, how that goes with Canelo. There's another, um, you know, up-and-coming, um, which is one of our good friends, Jonathan Navarro. Oh, yeah. So he's based out of uh, East L.A., right? I think. Yeah. Um, so he's signed to Golden Boy Productions. He's... One, I think every every fight he's had, um, fourteen fights, won all of them, seven knockouts, zero losses. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. I probably have some. Sleep. I was just thinking off the top of my <laughs> head. But um, what do you think is? I mean, because you watch a lot of like underground um, boxers. You like you literally watch people from when they come up. Yeah. What's one thing that that you you see the difference between them from? Um, it's really I I don't know how to kind of explain my question it's um, pretty much like what makes them stand out right, right? Yeah, uh, um well it just depends because like um like mexican boxing like you, you feel like it's like like you know like straight throwing like putazos how they say you know like just good but there's a lot of like um different styles out there you know like there's the ones that they that's actually like called boxing like the ones that were actually like like wearing you down like kind of how mayweather would fight like you know he would like hit hit and then move or whatever and there's a lot of like like good. Um, I've been watching some of uh, Jonathan's fights, and he's pretty good. I think he's gonna be like the like the future. You know, he he's pretty good, and there's a lot of like good like uh, fighters right now coming up. So we'll see. You know, Oscar Valdez, uh, Mikey Garcia. You know, he just had a a big win. So we'll see who who's the next uh, star coming up. Yeah. What's um for those that people that don't really. Um, know of some boxers who's someone i mean aside from the ones that you just named who are someone uh some of the names like that you you think people should really be tuned into from the beginning from the, their career uh well uh, like the one that we've seen like since young was you know abner Mates, you know like because he's from the same town in la where my dad grew up so um and th there's more like um andre ward he recently retired he's from oakland and um, he's pretty much like the way he was like trained was like because uh, he's like a like a, he's big into church, you know. So um, his uh, his nickname is Andre Sog Ward. So a lot of people like they're like, what is that? What is Sog? And um, he he fought in um, it's called a Super Six tournament. I think it was in uh, the UK or somewhere. And it, it made me mad because I when I seen it, there was this guy, he, he said, what is SOG? You mean SOB? And I was like, bro, like, you don't even know what that means. That, like, that means son of God. Like, you know, like that, that like made me mad. But I mean, some people don't like, they don't see that. So, you know, it just kind of made me mad, like to see like people disrespecting, you know, in front of like families, like, because I know it gets personal, you know, so that's why like, you know, once it gets personal, you know, like you just like want to knock the guy out. Like, so like, and he did, I guess. So. Yeah, those cool. um those boxing matches get very very personal. With um, I mean, my dad doesn't really watch them no more because he's very he's a very OG boxing mm, fan, yeah. so he doesn't really like this um new style. Which he, I mean, he does tune in sometimes, but but not so much anymore. You know, so um, but we'll see how how it goes in in the boxing 
um, rings with. Um, I think Jonathan has a fight coming up. I'm not sure, but um, I think he just fought last week or two I weeks think ago. so. Um, but I mean, if you guys are you know into boxing and everything, tune into um, his. I think his nickname's Thunder, right? So yeah. it's Jonathan Thunder Navarro. He's like one hell of a fighter. Um, he's been doing it for a while too, so you guys could look him up. I'm sure there's some of his fights on YouTube, and um, I'm sure there's some interviews as well. But um, we also one of our our biggest things too is is football. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's the only thing I think we agree on. We're both <laughs> uh, Raider fans. Uh. Um. So they just recently, what was that? Um, who just got traded? Uh, what's um, his name? Market King. There we go. What do you think? Okay. So well, they let him go. Actually, he signed with the uh, Denver. So there's been, I don't think there's any more patient fans like a Raider fan, right? For reals. What's one thing that you think is that is missing from, from them actually, you know, getting that ring and winning the Super Bowl? Uh, honestly, I think it, the main thing is the coaching. You know, now that we got, uh, John Gruden back, I think. I'm not going to be like, oh, we're going to win the Super Bowl next year, you know, because that's how pretty much every Raider fan thinks. But uh, realistically, I think it was a coaching because you've you seen it like two two seasons ago, you know, we finished, I believe it was 12 and four or something like that. And then this past season, it was just like a big disappointment. And we pretty much had the same exact players. So I think it's like mostly the coaching. So we'll see if it has something to do with it, which I think like, you know, you're going to see a big difference this season. So. I think I'm pretty sure we'll make the playoffs, but I mean, realistically, I don't think we're, we'll go to the Super Bowl, but I think for sure we'll make the playoffs. Yeah, they, um, there's, I mean, just even with, with the Raiders, I mean, like, we've always wanted to watch them win that, you know, championship. And even like the tailgates, I don't think, I mean, we've gone to different tailgates with different teams, but nothing compares to an actual Raiders tailgate. You know? Yeah, for sure. Um, so bringing up the topic with tailgating, you just recently went to the Mexico versus Iceland yeah. game, right? So how was that experience? They played in the it was a Levi Stadium yeah, was in, Levi in Santa Stadium. Clara. Yeah, how was that experience? Uh, it was crazy because I had gone to I had gone to a, this was my fourth Mexico game, but this one was like how they say late, you know? Because we had um my barber, you know, he invited me. He's like, hey, we're gonna have. You know, we're going to have banda. We're going to have, like, all this. And I was like, dude, that's sick. Like, and, like, I offered, like, I mean, not to pay the whole thing because it's expensive, but I offered to pay, like, some cash. And he's like, nah, just go. You know, like, you guys are hella chill. Like, just uh, slide through. And we got our tickets. And, you know, it was, like, we came out on, like, three news stations, I believe. They're on YouTube. Like, you could look them up. Uh, we're right there. We had the banda. And it, it was hella sick. Like, just the environment. We got there. I think we pulled up, like, at one 1 30 p.m and the game wasn't till like seven so it was like six hours of just like non-stop like partying with like a live banda and it was sick because you get to meet a lot of like new people like that and we seen andrew luck there too but he didn't say what's up so hey shout out andrew luck yeah or he, no no shout out to andrew luck yeah he, he didn't wasn't say what's up. yeah he wasn't he was acting brand new but it's all good so okay we're we're big on sports, obviously. We just went over um, everyone that we pretty much look up to and things like that. Yeah. So they're obviously, that's that's their main dream and their their goals is to be professional. And there's, we've watched college sports, but I mean, obviously their main goal is to, you know, get into the big league and things like that, you know? Mm -hmm. So what's one dream that 
that you have that either you've never told anybody or that you really want to do in life that that if you could like if you could do that shit tomorrow what what would that be uh well like a dream that i think would be like well dream country would be like to win the lottery or whatever (laughs) no but no something like um like being like a professional fisherman like that's like something dope like i I think it would fit me like perfect because like i see like a lot of like the um, like you know the the like the tv shows and like how they they have the the fishing tournaments and all that i think that's so dope because it's like like they pretty much like i mean i like to talk you know so like i think it would help me out like you know with what i like to do as a hobby like i think it could like be like a like a career you know something positive and well, obviously, you know, like, be successful, you know, um, like, be healthy, you know, like, uh, make sure my family is, like, good, taken care of, you know, and uh, put on or um, another thing I would love to do, too, like, if that doesn't work out, like, uh, I always like, like, uh, agriculture, like, farming and all that. Um, at first, I didn't really like it. Like, I was just like, well, I didn't really care for it, actually. But then, um, you know, you start getting, like, you start noticing things that like you like, you're like, oh, that's cool. Like, how does that work? Or. Um, you know, we live like in a community where like the, it's pretty much like it's all farming, you know, so that would be something cool too. Like, you know, like a small business owner. So any of that would be pretty dope. Like, I mean, um, like, you know, whatever, becoming a a future farmer. So we'll see what, what the future holds. Yeah. There's, um, there's so much going on with, um, even with fishing, like we've, I think it's like, it's cool because we have so many interests and I mean, I think you're good at pretty much anything you do decide to do because whatever it is that we're doing, whether it's, you know, there's times when we go fishing and we literally dedicate that whole day, whether, you know, we just kind of do our research with lures and we study lures and, you know, brands and even yeah. even brands, you know, um, there's our favorite is what Gary Yamamoto and there's even the recent upcoming ones like we whatever it is that we do decide to do is like we like go in like head first and then, and then just well, I remember we'll go to like Bass Pro Shop and then we'll literally be in a fishing section forever. Like we'll be yeah. looking at the lures and, and things like that. So there's people that go fishing all the time, right? And yeah. people that, especially here around here, there's a lot of canals and a lot of little rivers and things like that. Um, So what's, for someone that wants to start off fishing, of course, you know, what's one thing that you would tell them? Like, of course, everyone's fishing with bait, you know, anchovies, yeah. things like that, but Someone that wants to get into to lures, what's a good like starting lure for someone to have for let's just say they want to catch um bass, like striped bass. What's a good tip to get them um, started? Well, you can start off with like something like from like a like a fishing pool, like obviously like from Walmart or Big Five or whatever. But the always try to get like switch out the line because the line they like you get you know what the the combos they call them like the the reels and all that. Um, they're pretty much garbage, so. Just throw that away and get like some line. I would get like Power Pro, probably like twenty pound test line, and then um you could get like any any lure from Walmart. Like I would probably get a rattle trap. You know that's pretty much like a guarantee. Like you know uh like a bait that and you gotta be patient because like one thing I seen on a, a fishing page that I'm on on Facebook, it's called fishing, not catching. You know like so like don't expect every time you know to go like fishing you're gonna catch like hella fish you know it's 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 like you gotta be really patient like so pretty much yeah you know um it's not hard as long as you're patient and you could always ask people that are fishing they're really like genuine like you know they'll help you out like you know whatever it is and 
be prepared to spend a lot of money because it, it gets expensive too. Yeah, there's. Um, I know they sell like you were saying like they sell like a little fishing combos at, at Walmart. Or, yeah. I don't think Target has, but I mean you could find them anywhere. Uh, but the that that'll be good to start off. But the fishing line, the actual you know string yeah. that comes in that. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. That's um because you don't want to you don't want to be using it. Get a bite and, and then, then have snaps. that shit snap yeah. on you because. You're just going to be like, no, why? You know, so um, to prevent that, um, start off with the combo, but um, separately buy your own little uh, fishing line. You know, you suggested a 20 pound, which is a good one. Yeah. Um, well, make sure it's, I mean, you could use whatever one, but uh, we pretty much use braid, braided line. So yeah, that would be pretty much the best thing to do. And just, just be patient because it's, it gets like, like, I'm not going to lie. I would get frustrated because I'm like, oh, like this shit don't work. You know, the, these lures don't work. But they, like, 99% of them work. You just got to know when to use them and how to use them and yeah. be patient. You know, that's the main thing. Yeah, I mean, and I would suggest even, like, do your research. I mean, because the seasons yeah, have a lot to a have too. have a lot to do. Um, the Where you're fishing at, like, whether it's a river or, you know, um, a lake, anywhere. I mean, that goes into play, too. So just, just do your research. Um, I mean, it's always fun just to fish with, you know, anchovies or yeah, worms cool and things too. like that. But um, I think it's it. What what would you say is the difference of catching a fish with the lure and catching a fish with um bait? Uh, well the the main thing like the the feel you get because like I mean I'm not trying to hit on people because that's we started off like that you know like sometimes I still go like just throw a weight in a hook and throw like anchovy or a worm or whatever but um it's kind of like um like I tell Christopher my little brother shout out Christopher um. It's crazy that you like you finesse the fish thinking that it's a real like your lure is a real fish or it's a like imitating a a bait fish you know or a crawfish or whatever it is. So it's pretty dope that you confuse a fish, he bites the lure and then you caught a fish you know and it's just like I don't know you just get like a rush like an adrenaline rush or I get one like whenever like you set the hook which is like which means that you know when you you get a bite you know you pull the the the, the rod back and so it could get stuck in the fish's mouth and um i don't know you just get like an adrenaline rush like I, i've always liked it and um yeah pretty much like right now that it's spawning season we try to like catch and release because um a lot of the fish you know they're gonna have their fish babies or whatever the, they're called but yeah they um right now um that you know it's you know fishing season and it's it's spawning season you said um what's one of your favorite lures of all time that you always use uh well the well the first one I, i've ever caught one on was the rattle trap it's pretty much like a a lipless uh crankbait or whatever um but i don't know i think i got into i really like the biggest fish i caught one on was a spinner bait and i know that's one you like to use a lot so i think right now that's my favorite one yeah, that's because I have um, like these like like I, I don't really have a favorite one. I just like to go like, oh, this is my favorite one now, you know? Yeah, yeah but I yeah. mean, I like my favorite ones are ever are spinner baits. I think it's just I, like when you guys, if you were to go to the store, see a spinner bait, and it's one thing, but when you see it in the actual water, like yeah. you understand why, like no, it gets someone's attention. Yeah, and then when you catch a fish, like I, I remember the first fish I ever caught on a spinner bait, I was hyped. I was like. Chassis, love what I, got. I was so hyped and then it was funny because shortly after you caught one and i think you're using your um the the lipless crankbait but the one um also was like the little jerk bait too yeah um i think that the difference too with um fishing with uh, lures and fishing with bait is uh 
of course fishing with lures is more consistency and more tedious yeah. like you have to be um uh reeling in the rod throwing it out and then just and then when i think it's good when you're fishing with bait like if you just want to catch a vibe like yeah. if you're chilling with friends and you just you know yeah, throw the thing in the water and then let it just chill you know yeah. um but what one thing that's very important to us with um just with fishing is like just fishing etiquette yeah you know whenever you go somewhere and you see someone just making a fucking mess and Bruh, that's just annoying. that's honestly it's just so disrespectful but um yeah. we you had brought up um catch and release how important is that well it's very important to us but how important is that uh for for you to do like the whole catch and release uh well it's actually really important because like um i'm not saying the 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 certain species we like to go after which is bass you know is getting extinct but it's getting hard because um right now every everybody that's catching them is just taking everything home and don't get me wrong i mean we all pay the 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 fishing license which is like what like 50 bucks almost now and um it's getting pricey so what um people need to do is think about the future you know like uh if their kids want to go fishing, you know, like tr- tr- practice catch and release. Like, like when I'm not gonna lie, when I first started, I was like, oh hell no, you know, everything I catch, I'm gonna take home. But then I'm like, like bro, like I have some in my fridge, like I don't need anymore, like you know. Yeah. So we just do it for the the sport now, pretty much. So yeah, so that's pretty much. Yeah. It. For those that don't know what catch and release is, catch and release is pretty much if you catch a fish. Um, obviously if it's under the the size limit, um, then of course throw it back. Or even then, even if it is the the um the legal size the legal yeah. limit um if you know genuinely you're not going to be eating or you're just just gonna you know go to waste in your freezer just throw it back you know um throw it back in the water and then just go you know go for the next one it's yeah it's a lot more fun too when you um when you catch and release because it's just like you, can, you feel good dude like that's yeah because you know it's um you're gonna just let it grow and then you know you can't really worry about other people but um, that's, um, that's a big thing that is, we're very big on, um, catch and release. It's very rare that we do take a fish home. Um, I actually haven't gone fishing in a while, but, um, I need to get back into it, but it's very, um, you were saying is very, uh, you have to be very patient with it. It's not yeah, something sure. you can't expect to, um, go catch your, your PB this, that same day and post it on the gram and, yeah, you but know, you gotta, what is PB? Oh, P- <laughs> oh, sorry. So, uh, PB stands for personal, personal best. Yeah. So um, anytime you ever, if I ever say, you know, PB or if we ever say anything, if you guys see someone post a picture and they say, oh, my PB, um, that's the personal best they've ever caught in their entire, you know, uh, life. So um, one little challenge we have when we go fishing is usually me, Jesse and Christopher, uh, we usually kind of not compete with each other, but we always try and compete with ourselves with, all right, let me try and catch um, a better PB than I did the year before or things like that, you know, but um like hopefully this year i want to get back into it um it's very it's very good therapy like if um if anyone um tries to you know we're very big on like working and when we work we don't we don't really know how to turn turn our brain off when it comes down to work Mm -hmm. so one thing that helps us is going fishing and um it's just very positive like you it's kind of hard to be negative while fishing you know what i mean so um so i would definitely recommend it for someone that especially right now that the sun's coming out and the seasons are it's going to be spring soon or it's probably spring right now i'm not sure with with yeah, the seasons it is spring technically but yeah so um we've kind of gone over a few things that um that pretty much mean a lot to you and what what you want to do in the future and and what you like to do 
um you pretty much know you've known me obviously all my life right but um you've you've known me like now it's very positive me and and things like that but there is a time frame that i wasn't like there was a time frame when um there was just a lot of negativity around us you know Mm -hmm. and it um and I think it's different for you as a guy because you just were like, all right, it doesn't matter. But I, for me, it was always like, it kind of just stuck with me. And it was, for the longest time, I was just a very negative person. Just with, um, I don't know, just with everything. I, would, I wouldn't I would just, you know, talk shit or anything. But I would just be like, think think about the bad thing that was going to happen that day. You know, yeah. things like that. So, um, So now I'm very big. I mean, obviously, I'm very big on like, positivity and just um the law of attraction and then and, and just being a good person like being a good person doesn't cost a damn thing you know what i mean yeah. so what's one thing that you think like when the first thing you think of when you think of the law of attraction uh that there's a law of attraction no um well pretty much it, i think it pretty much means like catching a vibe i think a positive vibe maybe like yeah i mean that's like the what well, comes to my mind you know like you know that you something positive. You know that you know you could like give to others. That it doesn't have to be like physical. You know, just mentally or whatever. But I think that's what it pretty much means. There's um, I mean, there's different ways to look at it. You know, it's just um, it's pretty much just like a philosophy, like kind of how how you view life and um, and pretty much everything that we've ever gone through in life. Mm-hmm. is is brought up from the things we thought of um, yeah. there's a big thing called um or a big saying that says thoughts become things mm-hmm. so what do you think of that when you first hear that thoughts do you think that's <laughs> like t-h-o-t or t-h-o-u-t yeah that's, that's the what i oh okay um, no um no well it's pretty much like um well like it could mean a bunch of things, like, when you, like, say it, because, like, it just depends on who, like, um, who you're telling it to, because they could, uh, it could be like, oh, you know, if you put your mind to it, you could do it, you know, or, or, like, a bunch of different things, so I, I think that's what comes to my mind, like, you know, whatever you want to do, you could do, you know, as long as you, like, put the work in, like, you know, like, everybody that's, like, successful, it didn't come overnight, like, I'm sure, you know, they put in work. Like, and I'm sure they didn't get paid for a lot of the things they, like, did to come up, so. Yeah. Um, there's um, there's a few ways to look. I mean, there's this little um, documentary type thing on, on Netflix. It's called The Secret. I mean, I always talk about it, but that's pretty much what put me onto it. And and it's, it's crazy because, I mean, anyone that we look up to, um, if you look at, like, interviews and things like that, they everyone somehow always talks about the the law of attraction you know how important it is um to think positive and like um if you want something you'll attract the people for that like yeah uh, for example you know um uh, whatever field you want to get into like if you um you first started off with um learning how to do drums you know yeah. and then you started thinking like hey you know what like i kind of want to oh no you started off with guitar my bad you started off with learning how to play guitar and mm-hmm. then you started thinking like hey you know what um I want to learn how to play drums too. Yeah. And even though obviously, you know, your instructor do who's going to teach you how to play yeah. drums, you know, um, it's little shit like that, you know, yeah. cause, um, it's, it's, um, the smallest thoughts that we think of pretty much end up how, um, how our day goes. Like even from like the mornings, like, like if, if in the morning you, you tell yourself, damn today, I'm going to have a shitty day. 
Yeah. Guess what? That whole day you're yeah. gonna have a shitty day. So what's one thing that you do that helps you have um like just a better life and a more positive outlook on life? Uh well like I like to go get coffees in the morning. <laughs> no, well, you just gotta like pretty much like you're always gonna have like you know how they say like haters or whatever, like you're gonna have like negative people around you. So I think it's your job just kinda like to silence them out and just like like go about your day, like you know, cause like I mean, obviously, like, you work with people, you know, and maybe they don't see, like, they don't work like you do. So it, it, I think it's, like, try to spread that, like, like that good vibe, you know, like, because, you know, whoever you work with, like, I think it's better, it's better how you talk to them, you know, like, instead of, like, telling them, like, hey, go do this or go do that, like, 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 but, like, like, in a bad way, like, you could be like, hey, man, like, you know, let me show you how to do it in an easier way or let me show you how to do it in a easier and faster way you know that you know so um what is it like constructive criticism or whatever yeah i mean it's not necessarily what you say it's how you say it yeah that's important yeah it's just uh which is true because you know you um energy pretty much transfers so how you treat people is like how much how they're gonna treat you you know back you know it's um if you treat someone like a scumbag guess what they're gonna treat you like a scumbag you know so um or even um it's the little things too that count like even if you you know when you get your coffee in the morning you tell the lady oh you know what i hope you have a great day yeah. and she's gonna be like oh my god you know yeah. um you know you have a great-. and that happens to me all the time i do that um almost everywhere i go i'll i'll ask someone and if if i ever ask you how your day is going i really care you know there's some yeah. people that really don't give a shit i really care you know yeah. so i try my best to um and I know you've always you've always told me like I'll talk to like the cashier if we go to a store or something, and you're like, dude, why do you talk to them? Or, like, just tell them bye, you know. And um, but it's just I always wanna, I always want that person to know, hey, you know what? Someone you know acknowledge me because you never know what someone else is going through, you know. Yeah. Like that's why I I think the little things like go so far because even though, even though you you're with me all the time, so you you know it gets annoying when I'm like oh how's your day going and you're like maria chill they don't give a fuck you know <laughs> but um my thing is like you just never know how their day is going whether we're going to drive through somewhere or we're going somewhere to eat and or the server or the waitress is um being like kind of quiet with us and i'll kind of interact with them and then you're like dude chill she's just doing her job but we never know what someone else is going through you know yeah so like the one thing like i always like try and tell my friends is you know what um even though some of us are shy some of us aren't i mean i feel like over the years you've gotten more outgoing and you're um you're pretty much more of a extrovert pretty much sitting like you're outgoing you're down to meet new people you're not gonna just be in your little um zone and kind of not wanting to meet anybody you know yeah so what's what's a one tip that you could give someone that that's living a like a somewhat negative life right now and and is looking for at least one positive thing for someone to say to them. Like, what's one thing you would tell them? That I love them? <laughs> no, like, pretty much, like, there's people out there, like, you know, obviously not everybody might have their, like, family, you know, like, the same type of, you know, love we get. But there's people that care, you know, friends, family, you know, teachers, you know, like, customers at Starbucks or wherever, you know, like, there's people, like, how you said, like, you don't know what they're really going through, you know, so I think it's good just to talk to people, like, even if you're at work, you know, just having, a like, a down day, like, just talk to people because, it's like, I know some people, like, go through a lot, like, you know, like, and, you know, they might even think of, like, suicide and all that, and, I mean, there's 
there's people out there that like I, like um that are going through tough times but there's like like things will get better for sure like as long as you're open because we don't know how to read minds either you know so like i mean if you if i if i ever have an issue like like emotionally or whatever like obviously i'm thinking i would talk to you first you know because you're my sister or whatever but or my parents or whatever but you know talk to people because like people care like even though they think they don't but they really do yeah that's it's very important to to talk to someone you know like even um like i've been getting so much positive feedback from people that listen to the podcast and and they just hit me up with so much um there's like there's some that tell me like oh you know i love your podcast and like and then it's like a little short sentence and stuff but yeah. i've been getting like paragraphs and which i love because i read them all like i literally read from the beginning to the end and stuff and it's just so um it's it's so crazy to think that you know um no matter how like there's one thing on how you see someone on the outside where they'll they'll look like they're okay you know and they're living a happy life but we just never know what they're really going through you know there's um i think that's a big thing too with me because um we're very big on uplifting other people and just being positive but there's sometimes where we just need a break from that shit because there's um there's times where i just need to like rest or like even recently what happened with the accident and everything Mm -hmm. um it's we're very big on our schedules like you know we go to work you know we go to the gym we go home we do you know we, we do we have our routine schedules you know yeah and then when sometimes you just have no choice but to stop like i had no choice oh, but oh, to yeah. to be on bed rest for you know damn near two months you know and um it's it's crazy to think that you know as even though like physically you know um, i'm okay there's it's it's so hard because i catch myself um thinking like damn you know what like i'm so grateful to not only to be here but just to have so many supportive people like in in my circle like i think it's very important on who we surround ourselves with like even with our friends or of course you know my family is is always going to be solid you know but some people don't have that right some people don't have that family like i have you i have um my older brother ramon shout out to him and um and christopher too even though he's our younger brother he gives us so much knowledge you know um and then of course my mom and dad you know but to someone that doesn't have anybody like let's just say someone doesn't have any family to turn to any homies or any friends what's something you would tell them to help them out to be more positive uh well like if they didn't have any friends or anything i mean they could pray you know talk to god they could like like even like a little prayer like like sometimes you know like i'll be at work and i'll be like i'll be you know thinking of my grandma in mexico and i'm like bro like i'll literally stop what i'm doing and i'll like i don't really know how to pray a lot you know but i do stop and you know i pray for the, for my grandma pray for my dad you know because he's always on the road and pray for you know in general you know I, i'm not the biggest like like guy that goes to church or whatever but you know it, it there's ways like like all you want to do is just be heard, you know, so you could like even talk to yourself, you know, I know that sounds weird, but you could even like just be like, what are you doing? You know, like and give yourself advice. So, I mean, and I mean, you could go to the Internet, Twitter too, all that, like, you know, like talk to somebody like it doesn't you don't even have to know them personally, you know, like you could catch a vibe with anybody pretty much. Yeah. And um, and for any of us that are, you know, in that positive state of mind, if I mean, if you guys ever see someone just do a little like a little challenge like anytime you go to the store any anytime you go to 
anywhere you where you interact with strangers just tell them hey you know what i hope you have a great day and yeah. and be genuine about it and trust me like the, per- the that person's gonna be like whoa i mean i haven't heard that in a while or yeah. no one's really asked me how i've been doing and that's when you'll know damn you know what you you never know what someone else is going through and how how far those little things go like those little things will go a long way and who knows maybe that person that you're looking for to like help like to help you out this has happened to me so many times where where i think to myself oh damn like i want to do this um i don't know any anything you want to do in life like any put any idea that you have in your mind that you want to do right and then step outside your comfort zone that's a big step like stepping outside of your comfort zone will get you where you want to go in life um and challenge yourself like go go to the store go interact with people even if you're down the cereal aisle and you see someone (laughs) looking at the same story you're like just be like oh well you know that's crazy you know and they might think alike or something simple yeah and you never know what if that person on that same cereal aisle is that person you need you were praying for that would come across you you know you just never know whether it's career-wise or you know you just never know um so it's so important to step outside your comfort zone and just be kind like it's so it's so easy to be a nice person um and it's just that goes a long way you know what i mean so Um, that's one thing that um, that's very big to me and very important. Um, so aside from everything that we had gone over today, you're very big on um, like Instagram and like Twitter. And mm-hmm. you, what's your um, what up? What's your um, Instagram? Uh, my Instagram is uh, Jesse James Mendoza. No eyes or Y's on the Jesse. Just <laughs> J E S S E. And my Twitter is uh, Jesse underscore SOG underscore James, I believe. Yeah. So that's one reason I, I had a SOG too on my name because I, I was like, that's a dope, like, you know, son of God, you know, so that's going to stick for a while. So, right. So that's where people can find you if they want to, like, search you up or, or the DMs, of course. For sure. Um, if um if you guys are ever on well if you guys aren't following jesse already feel free to hit him up on um on instagram and twitter here i mean you're on twitter pretty pretty often right yeah i started actually going on it more often now that's pretty good um there's one thing too um i just want to thank everyone that's been listening to the podcast and has been supporting um if you guys have any suggestions on who you guys want to hear on the podcast feel free to hit me up i know um i hit up a few um i hit up currency too on twitter (laughs) and i hit him up so um but of course i'm trying to um i'm trying to literally be heard all around the world with um with the with the podcast i've been i'm not really big on the analytics and how many listeners i have but i just i'm just thankful for everyone that supports and um and who's who's deciding to um to listen to my to my podcast you know i know there's so many people that have been hitting me up and i I genuinely love the support. Everyone that has hit me up and, and I read all the messages and things like that. Um, so one thing I wanted to uh, mention too is that um, I'm going to have a giveaway soon. Oh, so I know it's, you know, I don't know. It was actually um, Christopher's idea. He was like, oh, you know, you should have a, a giveaway. So I'm going to have a giveaway um, for, for my listeners and everyone that um, supports the podcast. So... Part of the giveaway, um, I'll I'll go ahead and post um, on my Instagram what I'll be giving away. But um, in order to get into the the giveaway, I should probably let them know what they're gonna win, right? Yeah, probably. 
Okay, so you guys are going to be winning an iPad. No. Oh shit. Yeah, not an iPad. Um, Jesse will be giving you guys an iPad. No, I'm just kidding. Um, you guys will be winning a um a Starbucks gift card. Uh oh. Uh oh. Since Jesse loves coffee so much, um, I'm gonna go ahead and give you guys a fifty dollars Starbucks gift card, which. Yeah. Is that a big, is that okay? Is that? That's pretty good. Okay. So I just, I don't know. I've never done a giveaway before. So I kind of want to go ahead and, you know, most of my friends commute. Most of my friends love coffee. So I think that's one thing that I, it's a good um, starting off. So if you guys want to win a $50 Starbucks gift card, all you guys have to do is post on your Instagram of you listening to the podcast, tag me in there and tag three friends if you want. Is that good or no? I think two is good. Tag two friends. Yeah. That's it. Post it on the gram of you listening to the podcast and uh, tag me in there. Of course, if you guys don't have me on Instagram, you guys could find me under um, at new underscore era. And same thing on Twitter. If you guys want to post it on Twitter, too. Um, and then I'll go ahead and be picking the names out of the hat. And then on the next one, on the next um, episode, I'll go ahead and announce the winner. So. Um, if you guys are interested in, in um, entering the the giveaway, I'll go ahead and post it um, more on my Instagram and um, and Twitter. But if you're listening to the podcast right now and you want to have double entry, go ahead and um, hashtag in the same picture hashtag T N E P, which is a new era podcast. But you can't tell your friends that. Like, it's only for my listeners. You know what I mean? That'll automatically get you two entries in the giveaway. Which is that? Is that okay? Is that yeah, decent? That's pretty good. Okay. So, but don't tell nobody. It's just only for the listeners that actually listen. Exclusive. Exclusive details. You know, and this is just for for everyone that's been supporting me. And um, even though it's it's not a lot, but I, it's something I want to give back to people because I know, um, um, it's. It's something I want to give back to people and it, stay tuned for um, for the future of the, of the podcast. And um, I do eventually want to get um, get my get my merchandise done. Like I want to come out with uh -oh. with with shirts. I know I came out with some stickers and and I'm almost out of them. So thank you guys for everyone that has supported the stickers. Um, I will be coming out with some shirts soon. I'm still in the process of um, of getting those completed. So. If you guys are interested in, in any other things, I mean, feel free to hit me up. I'm always open to um, to new ideas. And even if you guys want me to go over a few topics, you know, hit me up. I'm very open. Hit me up. I'm almost always on Twitter. That's where you can find me the most. Um, even if I'm not posting, I'm on there. Feel free to at me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but um, thank you guys so much for tuning in to today's episode. Thank you, Jesse, for... Um, Thanks for having me. For coming out. Is, did you have a good time? I had a great time. Is this your first podcast ever? Um, yeah. Hopefully, I come out more, you know, and this one or other ones. So we'll see. Thank you for having me again. Thank you so much for coming out, and uh, stay tuned for the next one, guys. Thank you. Peace.